tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Hola, soy Ana, la chica de Hello Track. Hola, soy Danny DJ. Hola, soy Iñaki, el News Guy. Hello, this is Tony, the Giri of the Show. Sábados de 9 a 10 y domingos de 11 a 12 de la mañana, escucha Hello Track, aquí, en la 101.6. Hello Navarra! You are listening to Hello Track on Pamplona Radio 101.6 Track FM. My name is Tony Stevens and I want to welcome you to the third season of our radio show in English. I will be on air every Saturday morning from 9 to 10 and Sunday from 11 to 12 talking exclusive, exclusively in English about Navarra. Uh, Ana Cambra... <laughs> Inyaki <laughs> Mendivi and Danny Imithkov are here as usual. Say hello, guys. Hello. hello. Good morning. Good morning, did, Tony. Did I pronounce your name correctly, Danny? Imithkov? Mm, yes. Or is no. it, it Imithkov? Depends. Imithkov? Did you say <laughs> in Euskera? <laughs> Imithkov. If ah. you say in, in Spanish, Imithkov. Okay. If you say us in Andalusian, Imithkov. Oh. Oh, okay, okay. Inyaki Mendivi or Mendivi? Mendivi without the L. <laughs> Without BL. <coughs> Talk about you and Yaki. Listen, uh, of course, you missed the interview with Michael last week. What happened? Yeah, because the, the interview was uh, in the morning, yes. and it was a little bit, it was a little bit difficult to, yeah, to go out of the work and to to ask for to leave to leave to leave your to leave your day job. My day job. Mm -hmm. Sorry, and yeah, I was really pity to to to. <laughs> Uh, to lose the, the interview, but... Uh, to miss. To miss, sorry. To, to miss, miss the interview. To miss the interview. Don't worry, I'll, we'll, we'll get him next time. <clears throat> Actually, I'm going to try and maybe, hopefully, get Sammy Lee on the show or oh, somebody else. Great. And you cannot miss that, all no. right? Of course. You will, though. By, by Skype. You know that. <laughs> what? By Skype. By Skype, yeah, we'll try and do it. Okay, on today's show, of course, we have part two of the interview with ex-Ossosuna player, Canal Plus analyst and Informe Robinson presenter, Michael Robinson. Remember, last week we aired part one of this interview, which you can still listen to as a podcast. Simply visit our Facebook or Twitter page. You can find it by going to Google, uh, not Googly, Google, and typing in Facebook, Inglés Navarra, or Twitter, Inglés Navarra, Inglés Navarra as one word, not two. Okay, Danny. Let's begin the show. <laughs> <laughs> Hello good morning Navarro. Well 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 after last week's success of part one of the interview with Michael Robinson, I won't keep you waiting any longer. Here it is part two. Crazy, crazy. 
Listen, uh, Michael, when you, uh, when you were a player here, uh, one woman I, I spoke to uh, spotted you at a zebra crossing uh, and said to her male passenger, what a beautiful man. Uh, <laughs> and her male passenger replied, that's Michael Robinson. <laughs> I have spoken to quite a few other women here who watched you play, and they, they said that you had the most wonderful muscular legs. <laughs> there was a magazine at the time here called Thumo de Navarra. Um, they voted you El Hombre Más Deseado de Navarra. Your teammates even called you the fifth Beatle, if you remember that, yes? <laughs> Referring to the Beatles, of course. Do you remember being such a sexy man? <laughs> Anna, could you please sí, translate? Please let me. <laughs> Cuando estabas en Pamplona, una mujer le dijo a Tony que te vi en un paso, en un paso de cebra y le dijo al hombre con el que iba en el coche, mira qué hombre tan guapo, y le contestó, pero si es Michael Robinson. Y he hablado con alguna mujer que solía verte jugar y le ha dicho que tienes las piernas musculosas más bonitas. Ha sido también nombrado el hombre más deseado de Navarra en una revista. E incluso tus compañeros se referían a ti como el quinto de los Beatles. Recuerda ser tan atractivo. <laughs> yeah, well, you still are. I, I must. <laughs> I have to have a long memory, yeah? <laughs> uh, be, be honest, el, Michael, el be que, honest. El que tuvo, retuvo. Yes. Uh, Actually, <clears throat> men are like wine. In my opinion, no. En inglés, eh, Los similar son al como que tuvo vino. retuvo, ¿cómo es? Al que tuvo retuvo. No sé. uh, I, <laughs> no, no, no. It doesn't happen to English. Do I remember it? Uh, I remember. Come on, Michael, be honest. No, I didn't. Uh, <laughs> don't, be, don't be humble, Michael. What my, my great, <laughs> the, the great enemies I've had in my life have normally been mirrors. Um, <laughs> but, um, no, I, uh, yes, I do remember. I remember the... The magazine Zuma de Navarra. Yeah, I remember that. Um, I remember lots of accusations toward me of being a, a womanizer, which I'd like to <laughs> say are completely untrue. But the this, the the sex symbol element of it. Um, I remember in '79 when I signed for Manchester City. Uh, I was one of the first players to have uh, a sponsorship, or a sponsorship by sponsored by Christine Dior, um, <laughs> and I remember those times when I'd posed for different uh, different things. Uh, <laughs> but I I was a here man with a mission. I my, my, I was a father of a when I of a young boy. I hadn't, mm. Liam wasn't even one year of age, mm. one year old. When Your son, yeah, to, yeah. Mm. When he came to Pamplona. Mm. Um, I, it's, it's very it's very embarrassing for me, yes, but I did understand that perhaps people uh, like me, be, and I think that's because I was foreign, more than yeah. because I was different. Do you think yeah. so? <laughs> I think so. I tell you what, we, I, have, I have seen some of the f pictures of you when in your Liverpool days, and um, I, I, I don't think you're ugly, you know, so... <laughs> no, he's not ugly. <laughs> uh, Michael, we have a message from the person who actually brought you to Spain, brought you to Osasuna, uh, Fermín Ezcura. Sí que quiero, a ver si puedes mandar un, un saludo a, a Robinson. A Robinson. Ah, a Robinson. Sí, mándale un saludo. Es que Robinson lo traje yo, bajo mi punto de vista. Pues, bueno, pues ha destacado, ha sido buen jugador, ha destacado y tal. Seguro que ni se acuerda que lo traje yo. Pues ha llegado a ser una persona importante en el fútbol. Bueno, bueno, pero lo traje yo. Usted yo tendría una información buena de que era un buen, buen jugador. Era un, un jugador, me parece que era 
un delantero centro muy fuerte. Yo le tengo mucho cariño porque ha resultado buena persona y buen jugador y yo tuve el acierto de ficharlo y me acuerdo mucho de él. Uh, he's 93 years old now, Michael. Uh, what's your memory of Señor Escura? Well, he was uh, a great president. Um, I, I would probably say <coughs> that had uh, Don Fermín not been the president of Osasuna uh, at that time, Osasuna financially wouldn't have been in the position it's in now. And, and basically, uh, at this particular moment, Osasuna isn't a Sociedad Anonima, thanks to the fact that Osasuna yes. was directed in a, a serious way. Mm -hmm. I remember uh, before a game in Barcelona, uh, after having had dinner, walking down La Rambla, Catalunya, with teammates, and they were moaning about how little Osasuna paid its football players. <laughs> and uh, Pachi Ripoda said, yes, but we always get paid. Which I found, <laughs> I found really strange. I said, what, don't players get paid in Spain? He said, no, no, we're one of the few clubs that actually get paid. And Osasuna, yeah? Yeah. We were one of the few clubs, not even Real Madrid or Barcelona. Mm. They used to be paid late and one thing or another. And, uh, <coughs> and I remember, I won't ne name the man, it turned around and said, yeah, but I would prefer that they paid me more a little bit later. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Fermín Escura, um, he placed the, uh, the foundations for mm. a football club like Osasuna to be uh, in a position of stability that it's in right now. And yes, he did sign me. And I also remember him saying, what a shame it was that we signed Michael Robinson at the back end of his career when he's got a problem with his knee. I said, Fermin, if you hadn't got me at the back end of the, my career and my knee wasn't bad, you couldn't sign me. You <laughs> couldn't sign me. <laughs> uh, Danny, do you have a question? Uh, yes. Uh, Michael, one supporter told me you were... Un tipo cachondo mental. <coughs> What are they referring to here? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> he, I, he, I he mentioned to us that you, I mean, from what I understand, uh, being English, what cachondo mental means is that you were a... You oh, were I know what it you, means. You, I know, I know, no, sorry. <laughs> what I mean, what he was explaining to us was that you were, you were a great guy to be around, um, um, and from a supporter's point of view, you seem to be somebody who is very approachable. Uh, you've certainly been very approachable for us coming on this show. Um, It is unusual. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not such an approachable chap. Yeah. Um, well, I'm, I'm, I'm surprised. These I'm are the memories from the Osasun supporters that we spoke to? Well, I'm, um, I'm, I'm pleased that they think like that. Um, to be quite honest with you, I'm not so approachable, but not for my appearance. I, I, un I understand why people would consider me to be uh, arrogant. Mm -hmm. uh, I understand that, but it's, it's, I don't know. It's something about me that uh, lends an air of arrogance, but I'm not really, I'm extremely timid. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Doing a job in media and you're timid. Uh, and I think there's lots of people, timid people do jobs <laughs> in media. And I think it's a way of... Um, It's escapism mm -hmm. from the from the timid nature. Mm -hmm. I'm tremendously insecure. I'm a tremendously mm -hmm. insecure and timid person. Mm -hmm. And uh, sometimes that's been misconstrued as arrogance. But uh, I'm quite pleasantly surprised that people think that uh, <laughs> I'm approachable because I don't think many people think that. I mean, for example, where I live in Madrid, mm -hmm. um, 
my my wife and my my best friend, uh, my golf partner, uh, well, and, and friends I've got around uh, where I live, they say mm-hmm. people think I'm really uh, antisocial and I don't say hello to everybody or <laughs> keep my head down, don't want people to speak to me, quite evasive. Mm-hmm. Um, because sometimes it, it's also true that people don't stop speaking to me. Um, in taxis, in pavements, in cafeterias, in mm-hmm. shops. Um, the idea of me going to El Corte Inglés, me nice calafrios. Yeah, <laughs> it's not always easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, listen, we have uh, a question from one of the Osasuna supporters. His name is Rafa Galin- Galindo. Galindo. Mm-hmm. Galindo. Yes. Bueno, para mí Michael Robinson fue, fue un gran jugador. Eh, le vino Osasuna fenomenal, jugó muchísimo, hizo jugar, cambió la mentalidad del equipo, de un equipo mediocre y perdedor, lo convirtió en un equipo con, con ambición, con, como equipo ganador, eh. y luego, después de que dejó de, de ser jugador, le oí durante mucho tiempo mencionar a Osasuna como mi equipo, y en un momento dado dejó de decir mi equipo por Osasuna. ¿Por qué? No sé qué causa puede tener Michael. Eh, ¿qué, ¿Qué ocurrió para que dejaras de mencionar a Osasuna como tu equipo? Um, yo creo que es mi equipo. Uh, <risa> pero también es cierto es que tengo mucha afición para el Cádiz Club de Fútbol también, que es un extremo al otro. Madre mía, ¿no? Pero el, uh, uh, una cosa que es tremendamente privado, tengo cosas privadas. Um, tuve una, un problema con, con, el, con el Osasuna, con, no, el Os, con Osasuna. Uh-huh. Um, Buen matiz. Muy poco. Uh, shortly after having retired and coming back here to, uh, to do a game with Canal Plus the first time, uh, a couple of things had uh, happened to me and to my family that were most disagreeable. But that doesn't change my feelings towards mm-hmm. Navarra, Pamplona, mm-hmm. ni Osasuna. Uh, but if there's uh, some stupid people or ignorant people mm-hmm. or people that probably uh, wanted to hurt me, mm-hmm. that, that doesn't reflect Osasuna. Mm-hmm. That doesn't reflect um, Pamplona. It doesn't reflect Navarra. <coughs> And it doesn't affect um, what I feel towards Osasuna. What it did do was make me feel very, 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 very unhappy mm-hmm. when a member of the club treated me the way he did and treated my family mm-hmm. the way he did. And only because I'm, um, because of my arrogance, perhaps. And why I'm they did, why did they did it? It's I don't know. I think I can't understand. I, I think that um, some people. This person was possibly very jealous toward me. I don't know why. I, I still don't know why he wanted to hurt me so much and hurt my family so much. But it was something that I couldn't pardon this man. Um, uh, especially for a number of years, I couldn't pardon this man. But then I realized as, as, you, as you grow older that you can't, you can't go through life um, despising. Mm-hmm. You can't go through life wearing this... Scar on your shoulder, no, no, and so um, I don't think that was a reason why I stopped saying Mi Osasuna. 
um, because uh, I still think of Osasuna as me Osasuna. Um, I feel very happy when Osasuna do well, and I feel very happy when uh, Sadar is feliz. Um, I feel very sad when Sadar is infeliz, when it's not, when it's sad, mm-hmm. uh, and when it doesn't do well. Um, it's a source of concern. Uh, but I don't know why I stopped saying mi Osasuna. Michael, can you say tonight mi Osasuna when you begin your uh, transmission? <laughs> <laughs> I will... Uh, Think about I will it. Un- I will underline it furthermore. Okay. Well. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and Anna's got a great question for you, yes. Michael. Towards the end of your time at Osasuna, you decided to forfeit your wages when you got injured. Mm-hmm. Is that true? And why? Yes. Um... <coughs> Yes, I did. Um, well, well, sorry, Michael, could you translate that? Oh, yeah, Anna? sure. Al final de tu época en Osasuna decidiste dejar de cobrar porque estabas lesionado y queremos saber si es verdad y por qué. Yes, it's true. Um, after my first season uh, in Osasuna, uh, I brought Sammy Lee to the club, ex-teammate of mine at Queen's Park Rangers in Liverpool Football Club. And... Um, Uh, Osasuna had mentioned to me in the case that we stay in the division, we stay up. Uh, when I first came, we were struggling. If we stayed up, they would review my, my contract. And <laughs> this is my arrogance again. I remember <laughs> I remember negotiating with Don Fermez Cura, and he asked me how much I wanted. I didn't have an agent. Uh, I've done these things myself. <laughs> and <clears throat> I said to Mr. Cura, I want X amount of money. And he said to me, but Michael, that's an outrageous amount of money. He said, we have never paid anybody in the history of Osasuna <laughs> so much money. Mm-hmm. And I said, that doesn't surprise me, Mr. Thakura, because in the history of your club, you've never had anybody as good as me. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, he paid me. Not yes. exactly what I wanted, but well, nearly. nearly. Well. So at the, when I became injured, I went to uh, Dom Fermin and I said to him, Fermin, do you remember when I said to you um, that I was the best player in the history, that's why it paid me so much money? Uh, he said, yeah. I said, well, I no longer am. I no longer am. I don't deserve that money. What I'm going to do is retire. I can't play no more. And I want to relinquish my contract with you. And I want to keep your money and for me to keep my dignity. And... Uh, He first of all said, no, 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 just play the home games. Mm-hmm. Just play the home games. <laughs> I went, no, 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 um, I've got to go, I've got to go. It's very sad. Which comes, but, to my, um, which comes to my next question, Michael. Not a lot of people know this, but in the conversations we had on the phone, you and I, uh, you got very emotional when you spoke of the moment you decided to retire. Uh, you got injured, I think, against Betis, mm-hmm. and then you said that you were retiring after that. Can you tell us what happened? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I wasn't very happy with uh, the way I was treated with my injury. Mm-hmm. Um, I asked for a certain intervention in my knee that I was told that if I were had it, if I had that intervention in my knee, um, I might not play again um, because of my age or, or I could be out for uh, many months, nearly a year. And I said, well, I didn't care. Uh, I just wanted to have a knee. Uh, I woke up in a hospital su- surrounded by a, a television come from Televisión Española Navarra and the surgeon 
uh, and said to the camera that Michael will be playing within six weeks' time. At that mm. moment, I knew my career would fin- is finished mm. because what he hadn't done was what he was told to do and what he was asked to do, mm. which was to give me a knee. He put a plaster over a massive gash. Mm-hmm. Uh, I couldn't play, and I felt deceived. Uh, and I remember it was the 19th minute. Uh, Roberto, our goalkeeper, took a goal kick, and as I jumped for the ball, I had a hyperextension in my knee. My knee mm-hmm. had gone again, 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 because a man hadn't done his job. And when Carlos Incaje, the, the masochista, came onto the, onto the pitch, he, he got out this spray. I went, leave the spray. <laughs> he got out this sponge. He said, leave this sponge. This, is, this isn't going to help. This isn't going to help. Carlos, I'll never play football again. And he was asking for the stretch. He said, no, no, no. Don't want no stretcher. I'm walking off. And I knew I was waving goodbye to uh, Sadar. Sadar didn't know. But nobody knew. <coughs> My wife didn't know. So it was a sad moment for you. Um, I remember at half-time, Thabaltha saying to me, Carlos says to me that you're going to retire. So I'm not playing football again. And I said, also, I've been deceived by doctors. And uh, the next day, I still didn't say nothing to my wife. Mm-hmm. I didn't say I was going to retire because I didn't know if I was going to have the courage to, <laughs> to, to go and retire. I didn't want to say, oh, I'm going to retire. And then when the moment comes, I haven't got the courage to do it. Mm-hmm. So my wife didn't know. Sammy didn't know. Sammy Lee didn't know. Nobody knew. Only I knew this. And the next day, I went for training. And I went to Thabaltha and I said, I'm finished. I'm not playing for Sasuna no more. I'm going to relinquish my contract. He said, well, you've got to say to the uh, the president, just think about it. Give yourself a week. No, it's something I've got to do now. He said, well, the president is in Bilbao. I said, well, tell him for me. I'm not playing anymore. <laughs> he said, no, you've got to tell him personally. I said, well, I'll go to Bilbao. Well, no, he came. He came to Pamplona, Senor Ezcura, Don Fermin. And I said, I'm finished. I'm not playing anymore. And and that was... But when I told the manager in the morning, Thabaltha, that wasn't playing... I then went to Navarra Squash, mm-hmm. where my wife was doing aerobics class, with Sammy Lee's wife, mm-hmm. Diane. Uh, and by the time they'd finished uh, doing their aerobics, Sammy had just come back from training. Mm-hmm. And my, the two wives were there, and Sammy was there. And then I told them the words. I said, I'm never going to play football again. It's finished. Uh, uh, I can't play football no more. All I'm doing is limping around a pitch. It had been so hard for me to be a champion of Europe. It had been so difficult for me to represent mm-hmm. my country. It had been... I, what I can't do is spoil everything by cheating. By cheating the the fans thinking they're seeing something fit and it's not fit. Mm-hmm. By stealing Osasuna's money. I told them I was a great player and they had to pay me a lot of money. And I'm no longer a great player. I'm a player with a limp. I'm a player that's broken. I'm a broken toy. Uh, it's got to stop now. I'm finished. Nunca mas. <laughs> and that moment, I started to weep. And my wife was amazed. Sammy was amazed. But there was no going back. And I went to Sithur. And I went to the Asador Martincho. It, um, it was an open eye and it was banging on the door. And Martincho came uh, in unas zapatillas de hogar and some slippers. And... Uh, the, the place wasn't open, and he said to me, what have you what What's going on? I said, I've retired, and I just started weeping again. Another Crying. emotional moment. 
And when I think about think back to it now, I still I still weep. I remember doing uh, an interview for El Diario de Navarra, uh, and I think for two days the double pages goodbye, Mr. Robinson. <laughs> and and I think throughout the the two sessions I sat mm. down with the, the lady journalist. Uh, God knows how many times I wept. It was something that took me a long time to get over. Uh, For the listeners, Michael, to weep is to cry. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, it took it took a long time for me to get over that, and uh, I think I only really got over it uh-huh. when um, when I started. Uh, well, not even when I started working in television with uh, Eurosport. I think I got over it when I started in in Plus Canal Plus. Mm-hmm. Because I didn't have time to think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, Michael, just to, we're coming towards the end of the show now. Um, we have a final question from your ex Osasuna manager, Pedro Mari Zabalza. Hola, Michael. Soy Pedro Mari Zabalza. Me gustaría saber si has tenido la tentación de ser entrenador y por qué motivo no has dado ese paso. Y si hubiese sido entrenador, ¿a qué equipo te hubiese gustado entrenar? <laughs> Un abrazo, Michael. He's a caballero. He's a, he's a great gentleman. <laughs> Pedro Mari is a gentleman, absolute gentleman. Pedro Mari uh, is in, in my show, Aporillos, on is Monday, one of, yeah. of, of, of us. Uh, one of the finest gentlemen I've yeah. ever worked with. Um, anyway, uh, no, good heavens, uh, I would never want to have trained uh, and been a coach. Strangely enough, um, I was offered to be the, the coach of uh, Atletico Madrid. <laughs> yes? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Oviedo, Racing, various clubs have uh, asked me to, to join them. Um, and why not? Never really, because I don't want to. I think that, um, with my greatest respects to Pedro Mari, um, Pedro Mari is really too intelligent and too um, intellectually sound to have been a manager. Um, let's bear something in mind. Uh, a coach of a football of a football team, he's without any shadow of doubt the guy that most understands football in the whole of a club. Football players mm-hmm. don't understand the game. They're learning the game. Mm-hmm. They're good at playing, but don't really understand it. The bugger of playing football <laughs> is that when I was retiring, it was when I most understood the bloody game. But my body wasn't able mm-hmm. to practice mm-hmm. what I was learning. You are all the time learning. You're constantly learning. I got to be able to read football like a like El Diario Navarra. Easy. Um, but my body was screwed. Now, that happens to all <laughs> players. And I think, I think that when I might be lifting up a European Cup with Liverpool, mm-hmm. the age of 27, uh-huh. 28, something like that, um, I was a European champion, but I didn't understand the game. I was mm. pretty good at the game, and I was learning the game. But when you become a coach, mm. now you know the game. Now, mo- who, people who most certainly don't know the game are the rich businessmen that own the club. And now they're, very, they're very good in other things in life. They're, they're very good in other professions. Perhaps being uh, builders, perhaps being owners of supermarkets, perhaps being, but very good in something else, some 
other profession that's not precisely football. So we have this scenario now where you've got young adolescents with massive egos who are learning football, but playing it. Mm-hmm. And on the other side of the equation, you've got people who have certain profanity about football and the professionals in other things. And the only person knows is that piece of meat in the sandwich that always gets blamed for everything when it goes wrong. <laughs> now, there's an, uh, I've got something that's quite comforting for me right now. Um, if I do Informe Robinson crap and do soccer games crap, there's going to be the head of a media firm that understands communication and understands television and is going to sack me. And it's going to be quite comforting that another member of this profession that knows more than me sacks me. Mm. Now, if I'm a football manager, when somebody sacks Pedro Mari, it's possible that that person that's sacking Pedro Mari will never learn and understand football more than Pedro Mari's already forgotten. Um, it, it really is quite uh, an uncomfortable position to have your hands, your life, in the hands of young adolescents with massive egos. I know that because I used to be one of them, you yeah? And uh, the profanity of a boardroom. And I know that because I've been in a boardroom with Cadiz Club de Football. They haven't got a clue. <laughs> and, and they suck the, the guy that... <laughs> Knows more than anybody. And so I think it's a a very vulnerable position to be in. Most vulnerable. Um, If uh, Acento Robinson in La Cadena Ser, or my collaborations in La Ventana in La Cadena Ser, if I don't do the Ventana correctly, Carlos Francino will ask me not to do it. And he's a professional at this. Well, well, I'll give him benefit to the doubt, of course. Mm -hmm. If Acento Robinson, they want to get rid of it, Senor Rodicio, Luis P, uh, says, we're not going to program this anymore. Well, they're the bosses, and they know what they're doing in football somebody's going to get sacked tomorrow by somebody who hasn't got a bloody clue about football not tomorrow every time somebody's sacked (laughs) they're sacked by a president that's a professional of some other profession other than football it's absurd so therefore uh, to answer Pedro Mani's question no that's why I've never wanted to train if I was a manager which club would I like to train Perhaps in Spain, Osasuna, because you've got something you, you work in with something that's structured. We've got uh, foundations. I'm just waiting for it to grow, <laughs> for it to edify and, 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 to, and to grow up. Yeah. Listen, uh, I have one more, one more question for go on, Danny, go on. for Robin. I like to make you two very simple questions. I know it's a long time since you lived here in Pamplona, but do you still keep in touch with your old friends from here? And what do you think of Osasuna's situation nowadays after the change of president a year and a half ago and coach? Thank you. What a beautiful voice. <laughs> Who's that, Danny? Uh, Laura Viciers. Hmm? She is the vice president of Osasuna, Peñas de Osasuna. Ah, okay. Mm-hmm. What a beautiful voice. Mm-hmm. Um, a beautiful girl. Um, <laughs> with the voice like, comes with together. The vo- yeah. with the voice <laughs> like that, it has yeah. to be. Yeah. Um, I don't know the new the new president of uh, Archanco, Miguel Archanco. No, I'm, yes, well, I know who. I no, know, no, uh, yeah, I just I know. know him personally. I, I don't know, and I don't know 
um, what he thinks or his vision for Club Atletico Sasuna. Um, so I've not had the the opportunity to speak to him. That would be nice. But anyway, um, so I can't really opinionate. Javi Gracia, I like him. Yes, um, but apart from uh, the, he's also been the manager of Cadiz. Um, he was. He was. And uh, he's. I like his. Uh, his predisposition in football. I like what he aspires to do. And the first leg in the Bernabeu, uh, I wouldn't say that Osasuna played well, but it behaved well. It competed well. It tried to play. Osasuna played with great intentions. Although those intentions never culminated, uh, the predisposition to play, uh, an attractive style. If I might add a very non Osasuna style. Um, they played a more of a passing game rather than a long game. And I would really like him to, to, to be successful in Osasuna. Javi Gracia, I like his idea for football. I like that. And I also like that he's going to do it in Osasuna. Because as I say, with a club which, with such great foundations, with such great stability, it's time for us to grow. It's time for us to think of something else, yeah? I'm sick of watching the English play shit at football <laughs> because they've never grown. Mm -hmm. It's still the same since mm -hmm. 1970s, for goodness sake. Mm -hmm. They don't evolve. They invented the bloody game, but they don't grow. Mm -hmm. And so Osasuna is a club with got, got all the virtues in the world. Fun base, stability, patrimony, support. Something that very few other clubs have got. Very few other clubs have got that. Athletic Club have got that. But they have the politics of signing Basque players. Barca, of course, and Madrid, of course, have got that. Atletico Madrid got that. Valencia have got that. But they're completely bankrupt. <laughs> but completely bankrupt. Osasuna in a position to go places. I would like Osasuna to buy a passport and travel with the football mm. and travel with, the, with their ambition to travel. I'm not saying tomorrow a revolution a bit by bit build edify over the foundations mm -hmm. brick by brick by brick but going up but going up but going up and um, i would really seriously love that time to Osasuna because they've got everything other than that mm -hmm. and uh, i hope with the manager he gets the time to work and uh, and why I would have liked to, or why I would, if I, did, I don't want to train Osasuna, but if I had to train a club, I would like to train Osasuna because of the stability that it lends for somebody to go and work, and a club that works with a cantera that works with installations that are there, and uh, of course it's in conditional, unconditional support. Okay, you are listening to 101.6 uh, Track FM. Uh, listen, you can uh, contact all our past shows or find all our past shows on Facebook or Twitter. It's simply type in Facebook Inglés Navarra or Twitter Inglés Navarra in Google and you'll find us. I want to say a massive, massive thank you, Michael, uh, for agreeing to come on the show. Best show ever. Best show ever. I know, listen, Michael, I know that you're a very busy man and I think, I think you've been a real gentleman to agree to having agreed to come on the show we really appreciate it and i think the people of navarra appreciate it too uh because i've heard that this you haven't done that many interviews uh, in navarra uh, recently and uh, we all want to we all want to wish you best with your tv projects and uh, you, you know we always welcome back on hello mm -hmm. track on this program thank you thank you michael and uh thank you navarra for tuning in 
Uh, we have uh, to have you, sorry, excuse me, we'd love to have you with us next week again and uh, have a wonderful weekend. Okay, thank you, Michael. Well, thank, thank you, you. Sorry about the share words and big yep. kisses and big hugs to all of Nevada. Okay. Good. Antes de terminar, quiero en castellano yes. eh, agradecer a Michael su presencia aquí en, en Hello Track, en Track FM. Esta es tu casa. Ha quedado bien claro para toda la audiencia de Pamplona, para toda Navarra, que sepan que Michael Robinson es osasunista en la médula, sigue siéndolo, seguirá siendo. Hoy ha quedado muy claro para todo aquel que no crea que Michael Robinson es osasunista. Que lo sepa bien claro, que escuche este programa y verá como Michael Robinson sigue siendo su Osasuna. Okay. Adiós. Goodbye, Nevada. Bye Thank bye. you for tuning in. Bye bye. Well, that was the second part of, of the show. We hope you liked it. Uh, I'm here uh, still with Iñaki and Anika and uh, the famous Danny DJ. Guys, wow, what a show. Maybe Hello. the most important interview you have. We can retire now. Should we retire, Anna? <laughs> that would be a great moment. I think we should retire now, yes, because I don't think we're going to... That's the pick. Yes. I don't think we're going to get any better We, we should call the, the White House. Uh, do you know what? I was Obama. just thinking that I think we should uh, speak to the First Lady. <laughs> yes. Yes? <laughs> Danny, who's, who's next on our list? Mm, I like Obama. Yes, no, uh, Obama, it's okay. I mean, Obama is okay, no? Yeah, that's fine. No, I think Michael Robinson was very, 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 very difficult, and we got it. It was difficult to get. I mean, it took us, I a think, a, a, a year. year, more than a more, year. More, 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 more. Yes. You know, constantly asking him, and we had to wait until he came to Pamplona at the right time mm -hmm. um, that he that he could agree to come on the show, and he said yes. So in the end, he said yes. I did ask him about twenty times. Wow. I think text. You That's know. why he said yes. Yeah. Like I'm just don't want to talk to that guy anymore. <laughs> what can I do? <laughs> what What do you think uh, when you met him the first time? I thought. I mean, I met him with you, Danny, yeah. and I met him with you, Anna, okay. in Irunia Park and in, in Erche. And when I met him, it was like meeting my my uncle, my father. Yeah, it was very, very, uh, very approachable. Mm-hmm. Um, approachable, I mentioned uh, mentioned on the on the show uh, earlier on the second part. Approachable, what does that mean, Anna? Approachable. Que se puede acercar, o sea, que es fácil de yeah. acceder. Accesible, ¿no? Accesible, eso. And he was he was very approachable, nice guy, you know. Um, um, we drove, I drove him from the um, the hotel to the radio to here to the radio station. And it was a nice little chat about Liverpool, mm -hmm. about his life and here, and it was nice. Ni really nice guy, you know. H have you seen Michael ja Michael Robinson? <laughs> <laughs> Michael, Michael Robinson. <laughs> Michael Robinson playing football in, in England. In and Michael Jackson playing music in England, both. Iñaki, have you had your coffee this morning? <laughs> no. There's a coffee machine over there, Iñaki. <laughs> Forgot I to drink Jackson. coffee. <laughs> I don't think we get Have it. you seen Michael Robinson playing soccer in England? No, basically when he um, when he left Liverpool, he left Liverpool in uh, 1985. and then he went to Queens Park Rangers, a team in London, for a year or two, and then mm. he came here. That's mm. 28 years ago. A yeah. long time. Oh, okay. And uh, Michael Jackson. And Michael Jackson. I actually saw Michael Jackson in concert. You did in a, in a bad too. concert. 
in, in 1987 in England, in Liverpool. Ah, yeah. uh -huh. yes. Me, in Zaragoza. It was the most incredible... In the 80s, Danny, yes? No, in the... 90s. 90s. No, this, this, this was 87, at the height of his fame. When How he was old were you? I was 12. 12. And I, I went into the stadium, and it was just enormous I, I got lost with my my friends you know <laughs> anyway, anyway we're, we're, we're not talking about michael jackson, jackson. <laughs> we're talking about michael robinson yeah okay uh, so what do you think anna what was your opinion first time i saw him i was like wow he's tall he's tall isn't he, he yeah? yes Taller it was just like on tv that's what i thought the same yes and mm -hmm. he was really as you said approachable very nice very polite mm -hmm. Cool guy. I, I've never actually met... I've never actually seen him on television. I think once. I've seen him many times. And the voice was like instant. Instantaneous. Instantaneous. Yes. Like Michael Robinson. <laughs> <laughs> with, with his giddy accent. Giddy accent. I mean, he he did say uh, in in the show there that he, he speaks with a giddy accent. Um, but that he, he was... I mean, I think he mentioned it in part one, Danny. Mm-hmm. Well, he mentioned he speaks in a giri accent, but he um, he doesn't think about it much. And people and people mention it often to him, and he thinks, "Why?" You know, because the reason why he did it, he said, was because his boss at Canal Plus or wherever he was working told him not to change, not to change, That's and, to, and to keep it because you hear the voice and then you recognize you recognize that it, yeah, immediately. Can you imagine Michael Robinson speaking with a perfect Spanish accent? It wouldn't be the same, would it? No, no. Danny. No. It wouldn't be the same, would it? No, you know? no, no. That's so part of the marketing. It makes sense. Yeah, it makes know? sense. And Yaki, you weren't here. What do you think? I mean, you've listened to the show now. What, what's your opinion? What, what I wonder, I, I read the, the newspaper on Sunday in Diario de Navarra. Mm -hmm. It was a big interview with uh, Michael Jack... Uh, Robinson. Fuck. <laughs> 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 Michael Robinson. Oh, fuck. <laughs> and he said that, that he smokes a lot. That he what? He, he smokes... A lot. <coughs> That's what he said. First thing he said. Who said that? The Diario oh, de Navarra. The journalist of Diario de Navarra. Your friend. They said that the interview was not in the in the radio station here. Yeah. He wants that he, yeah, he wanted to go out uh, to to smoke. The interview says that Michael Robinson was com uh, all the time smoke and smoking and smoking. He was uh, talking with the journalist and he smokes and. Uh, he finished his cigarette and, and so begins in us. I, I wonder when I see um, um, football player and other people who... Football. Who has a football player. <laughs> That's German. 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 <laughs> football players or other people that play uh, sports than smoking. Yes. Sorry, what was for that? I didn't, I didn't hear you then. Sorry, my, uh, my headphones. I mean, for me, it's very strange when I see uh, people uh, that they play sports, mm -hmm. professional. And that they smoke. Well, I'll tell you what, the, the, the football players from the 80s are very different. And don't forget, yes. he's from the 70s too. Yeah. 1780s are very different. They used to smoke back then. Yeah, uh -huh. and he doesn't play anymore. Because so. he mentioned in the interview that when he spoke to Fermin Escura about retiring, uh, Fermin, or he, as he called him, Don Escura, he said that Don Escura said to him, okay, just play the home games, you know. Because they already they already had a deal that when he started um, when he started with Osasuna he couldn't train. Did you know that? Why? Because of his knee. Mm -hmm. He trained very little. But it was normal in the seventies and eighties that they they didn't train 
on the training field as they do now. Now it's you have to have the best food, the best uh, coaches, mm-hmm. eight hours sleep every night. Everything has to be controlled, you know. But in them days, it wasn't like that, mm-hmm. you know. The eighties. The 80s. I mean, the you, 80s. Yes, I love cool. the 80s. You posted something on Facebook really cool about the 80s. It's like if you if you were were born in the 80s and you yeah. survived the pregnancy, yes, you're lucky. Or you're lucky. Like that. That's right. Yes, <laughs> because <laughs> women just smoke drunk. I'm surprised you read that, Anna. I didn't get a like off you. I'll give you one like. <laughs> right. On. Listen. Did you know that in this, the last six months of his contract that he never um, he never received money from. Mm-hmm. From um, he never if there's a word in it's called forfeit. Forfeit means to give up. Mm-hmm. Dejar de cobrar. Dejar de cobrar. He forfeited his his wages, his money. Did you know that, Danny? Yes, yes uh, Michael. Yeah. I knew. Robinson. I knew it. Yeah. The last six months. The last. I think it was the last six months or last five months. It was because know. because he he basically his knee was, he was bad. Injured. He was injured. You know, he knew. He said. In the second part, that he knew that he was injured after. We talk about dignity. It's about the sp- after the game that he jumped with the goalkeeper and the, the, his knee went again, and mm-hmm. he knew at half. T- he knew when he when he was taken in after being injured, he knew that he he wasn't going to play again. You know, mm-hmm. he didn't he didn't tell his wife, he didn't tell Sammy Lee, he didn't tell anyone at the club until the next day. He wanted to speak to uh, what's his name. Um, no, 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 no. Thabalta said, "Well, wait until he comes back from Bilbao, etc." And in the end, he told him, "You know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna." And then he said to him, "Play on a Saturday." Fermin Ethkura said, "Play on a Saturday. Play on a Saturday." So, you had a question for me before Anna. You mentioned. I know the last part. Yeah. What was all about that? Like not being good enough. About uh, playing, f- that there, there are people mm-hmm. involved in football. They have no idea about football. Yeah. There was something like that. Did you hear that, Danny? No. He was talking about um, to, to be a coach. To be a no? coach. To be a coach. To be a coach. To be a manager. Yeah, um, he mentioned some people in football that they yeah. have no idea about football. They are good at something different. There are, there are but many. They don't, yes. There are many people in football who have no idea about football. Mm-hmm. For example, Fiorentino Perez. No, well, they just make money out of it, or they are good at. He plays the money of others. Yeah. So basically, what he said was that uh, a coach, a uh, manager, entrenador, has uh, is the person in the club who knows the most about football. Yet nowadays, you it have a lot. Be, right? You have a lot of teenagers with playing football who think they know more. You have people above him who are in the director's box. Who have nothing? Who may have lots of knowledge about running supermarkets or mm-hmm. uh, hotels, but have no idea about football. And he <laughs> said that the worst position in football now is the manager because yeah. he's so vulnerable. He's in between a sandwich. Between yeah, he's the talking about a piece of meat, like a piece of meat between a sandwich. You know, yeah, like an e- equation. He said, "Do you have the words and the?" That's right. And he was he was referring to Thabalfa, saying what a gentleman, what a nice guy. I mean, you you, um, you have your show yes. with um, Pedro Mari Thabalfa. What's yes. he like, Danny? He's very calm, shy, very calm. Yes, very calm. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, serious. Serious. He's very serious. It's very gentleman. strange to see him laughing. Ah, yes. Yes. Does that make you uncomfortable? Or? No, it's very difficult to to see <coughs> Pedro Marisa Balza laughing. It's 
I don't know. It's just like <laughs> it's, it's strange. Something it's very good. serious. Yeah, no, no, no. Good. So how how old, how old is he now? How old? How old is he? Sixty-five years old, I think. So he st- he doesn't train anymore. He no, 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 no. Doesn't work in football anymore. No, 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 no. What well, what does he do now? If you don't mind me asking. Live the life. So he just he's, he's retired. retired. Mm-hmm. He's retired. He's, he's, he's retired and and now he he does not work. But he still lives in Pamplona, yes. Yes. He's from Pamplona, isn't now he? Now he's in in Tenerife because uh, he's he, one of his uh, daughters. Daughters. Daughters, not daughters, daughters. One of, of his daughters. <laughs> <laughs> Daughter. Are in Tenerife. He's in Tenerife now, so he's in, he's in Tenerife. Ah, so she's getting married or something, yes? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. No, but I, I mean, I've um, I, I've heard about Thabalfa. I mean, he was the... the just This is just for me. Eh? Sorry for all your listeners out there if you know about uh, Thabalfa. I don't know much about him. He was the manager twice, yeah? Is that right? Yes, 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 yes. yes. And he, um, I think he's the, the manager who has uh, trained Osasuna the, the most. most. Yes. Because I think this is just, this is me thinking out loud here. I think that uh, Michael Robinson was angry at that part of the interview where he was talking about these directors and these people who have no idea about football. Yes, he was angry, but I think that he was referring to Thabalfa, saying that Thabalfa should never have been sacked. Mm, yeah, Th- that was that was my so yes because he said if I do if I'm a Robinson and I'm. But at it, yes. it's normal that they suck me. Because these, these yes. people know. But, yeah, that, and that happened to... Thabalfa. Yeah. So he's like, no explanation why they sucked him. So what happened with Thabalfa? Because because he was sacked. Good, sacked, they fired. Eh, de, eh, despedir, despedirle. Uh-huh. So, so why... Thabalfa didn't suck him? No, 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 no. Michael Robinson... Michael Robinson? ...mentioned that so they sucked Thabalfa. Uh-huh. He, he I, sucked, I, yes. I, I'm, I, that's the impression... That I got. It could be. Yes. Could be okay. Could be. Danny's not saying anymore. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> it could be. I, I have no idea. So I'm just mm, reading what. But, but it could be, eh? Yes, but uh, Anna, let's, let's change the subject for a moment. You actually uh, asked uh, Michael a question about him being a sexy man. No, I, I mean, you and asked you, a question. And, you said, and then I say, you, and you, you still said, are. You said, mm, you still are. You still are, Michael. I know, and I think, I mean, I think he's attractive. Yes. Yeah, he's 55 years old. Maybe. He's not. He's no. okay. He's tall. Mm-hmm. Well built. He's alright. I he's mean, he right. could be my dad. <laughs> <laughs> so but he's Jackie? fine. He's good looking. He's guy. a little bit fat. No. No. But no. no, he's not fat. At least in the pictures. He's big. Look. He's Wh- big. Which pictures? Diario de Navarra. Yeah, but you know what? Diario de Navarra, I'm sorry, but they came in and they, they took very bad pictures, in my opinion. Yeah, they did. Because yeah. I look stupid, first off. So like that? Yeah. Shh, posture. Be careful. <laughs> Why? No. No, I look stupid. No, we, we, no, we, we, we can't picture. say it. We can't say yeah. what, what we want. They are the voice of the government. The government <laughs> <No>. listening. <laughs> 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 I'm very sad with that yeah. interview. Uh, Why? About because they didn't mention us. Ah, in the Daily Navarra? Yes, of course. Ah, the opportunistic uh, journalist. What do you expect, Annie? I don't know. Uh, w- why did they get the information? Because we were kind cool. enough to call them. You called them? Yeah, we were kind. Do you want to do an interview on our show? Uh-huh. Anyway. Le- the, uh, the last time. And, yeah, and last time. Diario de Noticias? Why not? Ah, this weekend, hopefully, <coughs> the Diario de Noticias uh, might do a piece on, on the show, so um, on the content of the show. That we are going to prepare. 
yet. So let's hope that they they'll do that for us. All right. There's one more question. I mean, I, I um, the part where he said when he retired and he, he went to um, Asador Martincho. Martincho. Where's that? Is that is that his Tizur. friend? Is it? Tizur. Is that his friend or? Yes. I mean, we guess. <laughs> no, but I mean, I, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I I've heard this before from. From yes. from the research that I did for the show, I was asking Osasunistas, other players, other fans, and that was mentioned a few times that he used to go to Thithur a lot. Yes. Mm. Yeah, yes. yes. Um, <coughs> 25 years ago, I think the only one restaurant in Thithur was Martincho. And was the reason why Michael Robinson used to go to Martincho to have dinner and... Is, is, so it's still there now, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. Actually, no, no, no. We tried, didn't we, Danny? We called. We called Martincho. Right. We called them. And In fact, we called Mar uh, Martincho because we wanted to interview Martin, the owner of the of, of the restaurant. And. And he wasn't in the restaurant when we we called. Oh, and then so you couldn't get yeah, a hold. We couldn't, oh. uh, yeah. Mm. Well, would have been nice that, you know. I mean, of course, talking about restaurants, we went to, we took Michael to Oliveri, Asador Oliveri after, and uh, of course you went there, Anna. Mm -hmm. Fantastic, yes. Uh, your friend came along, Danny, and asked him quite a lot of questions in Spanish. Yes. Who's... What, friend? We made <coughs> we made a um, mix between English and Spanish in the Spanglish. Spanglish, Spanglish yeah. Yes. Our life. Michael <laughs> didn't know what to choose sometimes. <laughs> yes. When he was talking, you know. Did you understand wha what when he was speaking in Spanish? Did you understand everything? It was the way where I was sat. It was difficult for me to hear because he was turning that he way. He told you know? us one thing incredible about. The president of the Real Madrid. Oh, tell <laughs> us. No, I can't in the in radio. In Petit Comité later. Okay, later, okay? Yeah, in McDonald's. So you, yes. you, you, you can't say it, Danny? <laughs> On the radio now. No. no. Uh, Private information. What if I pay you money? Yes, if you want... How much? To pay for a me? A hamburger. <laughs> a hamburger. Okay. Today, uh, lunch is on you. Danny. Lunch is on me. Lunch is on Danny. Ah, lunch is on Danny. Fantastic. Yes. Okay. McDonald's. McD. McD. <laughs> I pay for Anika today. Eh? Okay, Anika. It's, it's, <laughs> not, it's not very healthy for you, Anna. McDonald's. I'm uh, so hungry. I'm you are getting fat. Dying. Yeah, I'm getting obese. You're getting obese, yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Listen, so, I mean, we're coming towards the end of the show here. Danny, um, uh, yes. Next, uh, how long do we have? I don't know. I, I, uh, right. you're, you're the man with the. Please, the a little bit off. 25 minutes and a half. Ah, okay, so, um, right, it's about to finish then, yeah, Danny? Okay, anyway, very quickly, um, Anika, what was your best memory of him? Ah, uh, best memory. I like, I mean, it's a little thing, it's yes. a little thing. When he was explaining when he had the injury in the knee, yeah. and he was in the field, uh -huh. and the the guys and in the north or whatever got him with the spray, it's like, leave the spray. Leave the spray, <laughs> I'm finished. That was funny, because I remember him <laughs> explaining that facial expression, that was funny. Danny, what was your best leave memory? Best memory, uh, when he was, he had the, I don't know the exactly, uh, la, cuando se lesiona, when he hurts Injure. his, oh, when he injured his, his knee, yeah. and say, I broke my knee. Again. <laughs> like, like, again. 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 Like a toy. Like I want. Like a broken toy. <laughs> a broken toy. It's <laughs> 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 a good. And a Yaki, what was your best memory? This the, the boys, be, because oh, I, sorry, I, you I, I know. I know. Ah! 
I know, I know Michael Robinson uh, from the radio and television speaking always in Spanish, and this time was the first time in English. Is it strange? It's, it's a strange. It's a strange voice, though. It's a strange voice. It's the same voice, the, though, same, yeah? the same voice, but a little bit strange, too. Yeah, yeah. What was your favorite, Danny? For me, definitely meeting him for the first time, you know, because mm -hmm. you never know. The famous people say yes, they'll do things. I mean, he cancelled a few times in the past. But he, he was there. He came, and he was nice, and, uh, you know, I was a little bit nervous because... You know, I didn't know how famous people are. I never yeah. met a famous person before, really. Yeah. You know, and uh, to meet him was was and he he in general he relaxed you. Yeah, he was, he was very, very calm. He was very, 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 very yes. social. You know, very social. Anyway, thanks to the end of the show. Thanks very much, Nevada. Please keep tuning in. We'll try and get somebody else, maybe Sammy Lee next time. Okay, so uh, have a wonderful weekend and uh, see you next week. Goodbye, Nevada. Bye. Bye. Hello. Hola, ¿es la Academia de Four Corners? Yes, how can I help you? Sí, eh, quiero apuntarme. Okay, we have all types of courses, from basic to proficiency. What would you like? Eh, no sé, ¿me puedes asesorar? Yes, why don't you come by the school and we can do a level test and have a personal chat with you. Perfecto, ¿y dónde estáis? We are in Plaza Obispo Irurita, number one, in San Juan. Vale, genial. Oye, pues me paso por ahí. Okay, hopefully see you soon. Mm -hmm. Bye. Adiós. Vena de Four Corners Academy, en la Plaza Obispo Irurita, número uno entre planta. En San Juan, al lado de la travesía de Bayona. Llámanos al 948 10 30 60. 948 10 30 60. O visita nuestra web www.thefourcorners.es. Es decir, las cuatro esquinas.es. Tony Stevens te está esperando. Try, she is my guy.